gentlemen, you're coming live from Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet on Strathclyde Fusion! What's happening all and welcome to this very, very special edition of Eat, Sleep, Suplex Retweet, live from the high skies of Glasgow, Scotland's newest wrestling podcast. <laughs> You're right over there. Uh, <laughs> I am your host, as always, apart from one week, strangely, Stephen Wilson, uh, joining me for the second time this week. We have got, I'm going to be nicer to her this week because I was quite nasty the other day, but it's Stacey Smith. Hi Stephen. How's it going? Fine, how are you? Yes, I'm very, very good on this great day. Good. We are also joined today, first of all, by a non-ex-Straffy student, but he is the fury of Fife. It's Nathan Fisher. Hello Stephen, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm very well. Good. So, uh, it's Fear and Loathing Sunday, what could be better? Absolutely, and we are also joined by a man who's royalty in this, not in this building, in a different building, but kind of, <laughs> but kind of here, he should sue CM Punk for trademarks, because he is the original cult of personality. Chris Murray's here. Oh, that's the nicest intro of all time. Thank you, Stephen. I tend to get told quite often I'm quite nice with these intros. <laughs> that's really good, really good, appreciate it. Brilliant, no problem. Uh our EP Quacku's not here, but he's got a bit of a choked voice, so he's micless. So. <laughs> Shout Quacku! Hello! Yeah, there he is! <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Yes, we are here, extra special this Sunday, because as Nathan said, it is Fear and Loving Sunday. Woo! Yes, ICW are in the Hydro again, and we are beyond buzzing, as shown by the fact that we just played Daddy OG. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. Absolutely. Here we, here we, here we are. <laughs> yeah. So, what we're going to do for the next hour and a half is promised the least structured eat, sleep, sleep, plex retweet you'll ever see. Uh, so, for any fans of structure, sorry, you're in the wrong place this week. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to recap what we've ha- what's happened since Wednesday when we were on air. So, we've had obviously two events, uh, GPD- GPWA and also... At the garage last night, which was probably the carnival of the wrestling calendar. <laughs> uh, I want to talk a wee bit more about the history of Fear and Loving. Didn't really get a chance to talk about that last week. Um, we've also, Mr. Murray, you've done a bit of a fan opinion poll. Right, so yeah, um, basically what we did, I think, some point earlier on this week, so we put up this little um, form that you can fill out where you basically predict who's going to win every single match. Now, I thought, I genuinely thought we'd get like 10 people, like, and I was like, oh, cool, we can work with that. But, at the last count, when I checked four minutes ago, we had 62 people get involved. 62 people have submitted their predictions for who's going to win tonight. And it's still open now. So if you're in the ICW fans group, the official ICW fans group, you can still go on and submit your um, predictions as to who's going to win tonight. We'll keep it going for, like I don't know, another half hour or so, and then we'll tell you who the fans say are going to win um, each of the matches. Brilliant, yeah. There's some, there's the, the best thing about it so far is the ladder match to cover the fact that Ravy Davy might get added in 
I put like an other field where you could write in some of your own answers. Mm. Uh, some of those submissions have been fantastic. So <laughs> please keep those coming. <laughs> Chris, am I right in saying somebody gave you a bit of stick originally because you never put another bit in? Yeah, someone said, why didn't you put another for every single match? And I'm like, because I don't think... And I'm going to go on record and say this, but I don't think Kevin Nash is winning the ICW Undisputed <laughs> title tonight. But you never know. So we'll, we'll have to see. But yeah, sadly, you can't put in your own answer to every match, <laughs> just the ladder match. Yeah, brilliant. That's still to come. Also, as a special treat this ICW Sunday, we will be having in two parts our exclusive interview with the Iron King, the ICW World Heavyweight Champion, Joe Coffey, who sat in that very chair that Chris is sitting in oh, today. Such an important seat I'm in right now. Like, <laughs> Yes, Joe took time out of his busy schedule this past Thursday to speak to our very own James Murphy here in Fusion Takeover Towers. I'm renaming it today. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so yes, that's still to come. Great, great interview. Great guy. Quote of the year included in it. I'll challenge you all to find what that quote of the year is <laughs> trust me it's an absolute belter challenge accepted <laughs> we're also going to have a bit more of a focus down on the cards and some of the bigger matches we had it. obviously we had an hour and a half the other night and we we got through some in some detail as shown by my la- uh, blatant not blatant error, accidental disrespect to the DCT crowd <laughs> 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 one of them who's sitting next to me and just gave me the daggers of all dags <laughs> <laughs> but yeah well What's, what's happened since Wednesday, guys? We had GPW on Friday. Who was there? Don't put your hand up. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so, me and Quacky went along to that on Friday. Yeah. Stacey, can you give us a bit of an update of what went on that night? Uh, uh, was there anything major that the listeners should know? Good matches? Was that pretty much the... There was a few good matches. I think the one that really stood out for me, though, was the... Jackie Polo, Andy Wilde's Wild Boys tag team against mm-hmm. um, Aaron Echo and Kieran Kelly. Right, yeah. Um, and there'd been a bit of a a fallout between Jackie Polo and Aaron Echo. Yeah, I've seen the aftermath of that on yeah. uh, social media, the whole hug and makeup yeah. type thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it gave some good heat for the match, though, so... I talked about them very briefly, but I'm going to go into a bit more. Have we got any fans of the Echo Bible in the room? Yes. Yeah. Uh, very good. Yep. One of the guys that's proper, like, even if you just look at the last 12 months alone, one of the guys that's proper came through properly in ICW and made a, made a name for himself. Yeah, as absolutely. Well. He's one of the best products of the the wrestling academy, obviously, the GPWA, and I think that des- uh, deserves a lot of respect, but... Uh, so the GPWA, obviously family-friendly event. Yeah. There wasn't really going to be a lot linking that between tonight. No. What we did have, though, was what went on last night in the garage. Exactly. For the the that's like the 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 go home raw as aware <laughs> that you would yeah. get on WWE, <laughs> but uh, with very different outcomes. <laughs> Now, I'll, I'll hold my hands up to the listeners and apologise for this. I was not there last night. <laughs> Me neither. For the record. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but. The whole show was broadly done on social media, and what a night it looked like. <laughs> it looked amazing. <laughs> it looked amazing. We kind of did it in the intro to the show with the whole intro of this. <laughs> Is there a better song that you can use these days, you know? 
for those of you who didn't uh, see any of the highlights last night, the ending of last night's show was probably, in my opinion, the best you'll ever see in an ICW show at present. And I was just watching. I have to agree, like, the atmosphere in there last night, all that was going on, it's just amazing. It, it looked fantastic. I mean, there was obviously some ramifications to it and we're going to we're gonna actually talk right now about some of the things that happened that's going to have direct ramifications for tonight at the Hydro. The first of which was in the women's division. Yeah. Are we aware of what happened in mm-hmm. the women's division last night? I've yeah. seen reports on social media that a certain uh, ICW superstar Hall of Famer <laughs> might have turned up. She turned up, indeed. And she's going to be involved at the Hydro. Sadly, not in a way many of you may think. But yes, ICW Hall of Famer, Carmel Jacobs, the original B-I-T-C-H. <laughs> <laughs> of the company. You can the get away with Bish. Bish? Yes. B-H. I'm going to be B-H. <laughs> P-G, Quacker. You can't get away with that one. <laughs> yeah, she returned last And she's going to be involved at the Hydro. She will be the special referee and the triple threat cage match between Casey, Kayleigh Ray and Viper. Guys, we're going to open it up. What extra dimension does that bring to the women's triple threat later on tonight? The thing is, right, so in a cage match by design, there's not a lot of opportunity for outside interference because there's a big, decent-sized metal wall in between the ring and anybody else. So what I'm going to be intrigued about is whether or not Carmel becomes the uh, the sort of chosen interference. Is she going to have an influence in mm-hmm. who takes the fall, who makes the fall this <laughs> evening? I'm very, very curious as to how this is going to go. Yeah, because she is obviously the one of the, the pioneer of the division. Yeah. So she obviously she came out. She did everything like the division's been great, blah 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 blah. But now she's involved. You know, it kind of. It, uh, we've got the with, Kay- with Kayleigh Ray especially. You never know what's going to go on. So I think uh, Carmel's presence Kayleigh Ray was the one who was the most visibly annoyed by that announcement last night yeah so it kind of quells her a wee bit but I don't know how much what I don't know how well she'll call it down the middle I'm, I'm predicting I think she might actually call it down the middle and it won't really do much to the match the thing that's up in the air as well is uh, is this mean that Carmel's going to be like acting ref for the match as yeah, well she, is she ref or just enforcer, enforcer yeah uh, I think she I asked her originally she was ref and then I heard it was enforcer so I'm right. not 100% sure put it this way Wrestlemania 15 wasn't Mike Tyson, Tyson yeah. the yeah. Uh, special enforcer, enforcer yeah. for uh, Austin versus Michaels <laughs> and the end of that match resulted in him punching Shawn Michaels in the face so maybe Carmel will be punching some ladies in the face tonight guys only on Eat Sleep Suplex Retreat <laughs> will you hear Carmel Jacobs be compared to Mike Tyson <laughs> Mike Tyson wishes he was good, <laughs> as good as Carmel. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a, that was unexpected to me. To be fair, I thought Carmel wasn't going to be a factor, so that was a good surprise. You like these surprises going up to the Hydro mm-hmm. because there's you sometimes see with, with a lot of wrestling, you don't get the surprises till the matches to the night itself. Yeah. yeah. So to kind of have that something there, it was a good start to the show. I believe that start that was the start of the show. Was that near the start of the show, Stacey? Um, I'm pretty sure was that. Not the second match, Quacky? Uh, yes. Quacky oh, says yeah. yes. <laughs> okay, yes. Quacky. Yes, yes. So, yeah, so. I'll add an extra dimension, but one of the matches that we knew there was going to be ramifications for going into last night's garage match was the match between the King of All Evil, Bram, and 
a man who you heard on this very show on Wednesday, Ravy Davy. I saw some of the highlights and it looked like both men were pulling out all the stops to get the victory. Yeah. Uh, there's a we were talking before the show. There's a there's a picture on Twitter taken by the ICW <laughs> this took, picture. taken by ICW photographer uh, <laughs> David Wilson, where uh, brilliant photographer, it, it, excellent photographer, the man. Yeah. And uh, Bram spits what? I think it's spitting water. Is it <laughs> water? Yeah, like, yeah. 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 On the face of Ravy Davy, next to where Quacku and Stacy were located. <laughs> You've got to look this picture up on Twitter, guys. <laughs> Stacey's face is such disgust. You can't, you can't see Quacko's face in the picture because he's cut off by the, the upstairs barrier. <laughs> but you, you can just see Stacey just like, I am not impressed with this. <laughs> so yeah, we had that. Uh, but for the bits I saw, Ravy Davy looked phenomenal. Much but, like uh, Aaron... He is again a superstar. That is, I, I need to stop saying superstar because I know it's not what they call mm-hmm. him. But yeah. like, he's a wrestler that's came on leaps and bounds in the last twelve months as well. And he, you know, it was all on the line for him last night. It was mm-hmm. like you can be at the hydro if you beat this big, tall, mental wrestler that's going to kick your head in. <laughs> and he managed to yeah. find the way to do that. Yeah, it was. A, it was. A, I mean, the finish to the match, especially, was out of the top draw mm-hmm. when he hit that. When he hit the move from the balcony. Yeah, you know, and then the moonsault. It does a phenomenal moonsault. He's done some acrobatic stuff in the past, but (laughs) that was just—I don't think anyone expected that. Well, for anybody who obviously who listened to the show on Wednesday, when when Stephen Louch, who is in a place called a queue at the moment, (laughs) 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 Uh, interviewed Ravi Davy, it was very clear from that interview how determined Ravi Davy was to get to the hydro Mm -hmm. to avenge what Bram did to him at Shugs, and I think it was fair to say he did that. However, he took a bit of a beating as a result of it. I think that was fair to say. Yeah. So, two questions I'll ask to the panel here. Uh, does Davey... Oh, Davey won, in case you didn't... Yeah, in yeah, case that was Spoilers! <laughs> <laughs> in case that wasn't clear from what we were talking about there, but... Um, <laughs> Bram, t- Bram took him out after the match, so... Um, two questions. One, does Davey's inf- uh, addition to the match make a difference to what we're going to see? And two, will Davey be 100%? for the match guys open it up will it make a change to the match I think it will in the sense that it will continue the feud between him and Bram mm-hmm. will it be 100% I don't think he's I don't think he's going to win the match first of all mm-hmm. so that may uh, may play a factor in that but yes I think you saw what he did last night I think we could expect a summer spot tonight hopefully anyway because I'd love to see it because I missed it last night absolutely I mean it's the ladder involvement I mean Davey's yeah. Davey's perfectly placed for it yeah. you know I mean anybody else thinking that Davey's going to what Davey's influence is going to be well I kind of agree with Nathan mm-hmm. um, for the match I think that those two like Bram and Ravy Davey might just focus on each other for the most part yeah. of the match mm-hmm. and then I think I think those two are going to be the final two mm. in the match. Mm. Interesting, with the lad going at the top of the ladder, going for it. Mm-hmm. Interesting, because you went, you were hoping Ravy Davy is your prediction. Yep. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm still sticking with Ravy Davy. The Fresh Prince of Dromoyne Square, of course. <laughs> absolute amazing, amazing guy. He, uh, if you've not listened to our chat with Ravy Davy, it is on our mixed cloud. Uh, each sleep super picture tweet. Great interview. Great insight into the man. Absolute, absolute gem, my guy. Chris, what's your input on this? To continue uh, what Stacey said, 
I actually agree. I think that the match will come down to some sort of standoff between Bram and Ravy. However, I do think that I know. I know that you have mentioned some of your uh, predictions yourselves already, but for me, I think Bram's going to win it. But he's not. He's going to have to go through Ravy Davy to win it. In, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I, I was. I, I had Bram as my pick as it was well, Chris. So Stephen, uh, it's, <laughs> it's an interesting one. We had a very interesting mix of picks the night. I mean, mm-hmm. predictions obviously come later on in the show mm-hmm. when, when Chris does his poll. But uh, going on from the garage, is there anything I missed? Do you think it's going to be a real big make a real big impact on tonight's show? The, the other thing we probably need to talk about from last night is there was a, not only Carmel, but there was another big surprise that turned up towards the end of the evening. The very casual addition of Rob Van Dam mm. just oh, walking up to the garage. Yes, Ro- so. RVD. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, I, do you want me to take you through what happened, Stephen? Yeah, on you go, Chris. Go for it. So, I, I've got it. Some nice human being has written down the results. So, um, <laughs> I'm just going to read it what happened there. But, um, obviously, Joe Coffey and BT Gunn were doing an official weigh-in. Kwaku, I know, was a big fan of this boxing style. <laughs> uh, we were talking about it last night. It was, like, the best part of the show. Um, so, um, it all got a bit in a bit of a tussle. Um, Joe Coffey informed the crowd that he would be heavier tomorrow after he leaves with both the World Heavyweight title and the Zero-G title. Bram then attacked BT Gunn, uh, followed by Lionheart and Chris Renfrew attacking Joe Coffey. BT Gunn and Chris Renfrew came face to face, but decided to hug each other. Always love a good hug, lads. Uh, Whiplash <laughs> and Zach Gibson then got involved, uh, followed by none other than, uh, again, wrestling legend Rob Van Dam. Uh, all turned into an eight-man tag team match. What I loved about this eight-man tag team match is, like, oh, as we mentioned, I wasn't there either, but there was uh, a couple of, like, you know... Um, interactions between some wrestlers yeah. that you just you never thought you would see. I, I tweeted out last night um, a picture of Joe Coffey, you know, sparring with Rob Van Dam, just like another total never say never moment mm. from ICW, something mm. you never thought you'd see, um, and just how absolutely amazing and insane that was. Um, and uh, uh, the the finish was that uh, BT Gun, Chris Renfrew, Lionheart, and Rob Van Dam, Rob Van Dam, sorry, uh, defeated Joe Coffey, Bram, Mikey Whiplash, and Zach Gibson. Uh, who made the who took and who made the pin? Van Dam yes. made, took, made the pin on Whiplash after yes. Jimmy Havoc. Yeah, Jimmy Havoc came out. Uh, came back, came out. Uh, yeah. Getting a bit of revenge from earlier in the night, which uh, during the uh, uh, King of Insanity co- uh, waiver signing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not a contract signing, a waiver signing. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> that was oh, uh, quickly moving away from slightly from what Chris was talking about. My highlight of the show, from what I watched, was uh, Dallas going. I have had to bring out a Sharpie because <laughs> <laughs> I do not trust you with a pen. <laughs> so true. I wouldn't trust uh, anyone with a pen. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Van Damme uh, did the pit. So uh, it was good because uh, a lot of people didn't expect to see Van Damme till tomorrow. So the fact he was there last night as well gave the crowd an extra bit of, of excitement to end the sh- well. It ended the show match-wise. Yeah, it didn't, match really, yeah. didn't really end the show. I mean, we, we, we had, uh, obviously, the carnival. <laughs> yeah. Reliving the great Scotland 98 year. <laughs> what a great year that was. Yeah. Colin Hendry. Uh, <laughs> 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 Nearly beat Brazil. So, so close. <laughs> you look back, it was back then, it was like, ah, we'll get there next time. <laughs> Still waiting, lads. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was the garage. It helped <coughs> bring on tonight's Fear, Love and Great, but... Uh, one of the things I'm, I want to talk about in tonight's show that I didn't really get the chance to talk about Wednesday was the fact that I mentioned it briefly at the start of the show. This is Fear and Loving 10. It's not Fear and Loving 9, not Fear and Loving 27. It's Fear and Loving 10. For a, 
for a event that was first staged in Mary Hill, and for the second straight year, it's now going to be in the Hydro. What's your memories of the event in terms of the history of it? What's how do you think tonight will compare to what we've had in days gone by from ICW? Well, you know something, you know it's going to be a good event. First of all, they always like put out the bag. Um, yeah. Trying first fear load memory for me was fear load six was also my first ICW show. Yes. Was that the ABC? It was the first event at the ABC? Yeah, it was the first one. That was the one that they led to in the first documentary. Ah, that's right. Yeah. <coughs> uh, Daisy's just dying in the background. She's all right, don't worry. Always remember the triple threat with Rhino, Havoc, and was it James Scott? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Favorite spot. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the first examples of ICW bringing in one of the big stars from. Yeah, because he had Sabu in August that year. Yeah, yeah. Cabana as well. Cabana as well, but that was at the, obviously the big event. And Rhino featured quite a, it's featured quite a bit in ICW's past now recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, was it two years ago? He fought Joe Coffee, Coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, yeah. So that's obviously a great moment from that event. But the, AC, the ABC kind of set. I kind of set them on the path to that right mm-hmm. now. To be fair, that one at Ice. I mean, my memory of it was a uh, uh, great. That was the one event. Done. Grado didn't appear as well. Yeah, he was on holiday. He was on holiday. Yes, yeah. yeah that, course, that was yeah. that was one of the big parts of the documentary. He's like, oh, my, my, my girlfriend will not let me t- get out of this holiday. We will need to go. And he had that uh, that vignette yeah. when he was in there. Um, he was uh, hanging out with Goldberg while right, he was yeah. uh, away, which was pretty cool. Oh, that was great. I loved that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's funny you should say that that was your first event. That was um, a year after my first event. My first mm. event was Fear More Than Five, um, in the. Uh, classic grand of all places. Um, yes, yeah. one of the I think like maybe the second last or third last time they ever ran that venue, because um, they you know far outweighed a venue of such a small size. Mm. Um, lineup for that night was absolutely insane. Like there was so much good stuff on the cards. We had the uh, implosion of the red uh, in the sorry not red label gold label, uh, which was the match that was between uh, Red Lion, uh, Red Lion, Red Lightning, <laughs> the Wolfgang. Uh, Lionheart and what was originally meant to be James Scott but James Scott had to pull out for whatever reason and was replaced by Nomdar so it was a crazy uh, four man elimination title match um, I was pretty into all of that um, gold label stuff I thought it was a really cool thing mm-hmm. that they had at the time yeah. it was sort of like what got me in ICW at the time uh, we also got a match between I think uh, was it Grado and Mikey Whiplash that was a, mm. um, basically like a I think it was a street fight or a death match, something along that, those lines. Mm-hmm. It was the first time that Grado had came out with his <laughs> uh, 99 Problems Country version. Ah, <laughs> yeah, the, the remix. Yeah. Of, yeah. Not quite like a prayer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, um, the, the one that he pulled off again at the Barrowlands. And uh, also, that night was the first time I ever got to see Jack Jester wrestle, who um, was meant to be there. He was supposed to be in Germany right. at the mm-hmm. Tournament of Death or something like that. But... Um, Something happened and he got his flight screwed up, and so he just came in battered. Who I think was it's really drawn from memory, but I think he battered <coughs> Jamie Fiedek possibly uh, yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. He just done him in. And I was like, I like this guy. He's cool. I think he's my favorite ICW wrestler. And twelve months down the line at mm. the Fear and Loathing, you were at Fear and Loathing Six. I think he won the belt. You so did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a good like year long 
ICW uh, uh, storyline, which I thought was nice. My first uh, fear and loathing I was at was the one at the Barrowlands. <laughs> uh, the year after the one you were talking about, six, where yeah, exactly. uh, obviously we had uh, the main event was uh, Drew Galloway yeah. and Jester for the championship. Mm. Wasn't my favourite moment of the night. No, no, no. My favourite moment of the night was I say this while Stacey sits next to me with a, a Polo Promotions t- top on. Was, <laughs> when, was when Polo Promotions took on the team of London and Kendrick for yeah, the titles. Yes. When Polo's first won the belts. Uh, that wasn't my favourite moment of the night. No, I thought I, I didn't like the Poles at the time. <laughs> How dare you? I like them now, but I didn't like them then. Uh, and um, Paul London went through the crowd. Yes, and, it took and, twenty minutes. Yeah, like. yeah, I got a high five. <laughs> <laughs> high five. You can see me on. You can see what I was at on the demand. But yeah, it took about twenty minutes to get yeah. the crowd. Uh, Kendrick's just in the in the ring, just like, what are you, what's happening here, Paul? Come on, <laughs> we, we got to win. We got to, we got to lose here. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't beat that show. Uh, so I bought the ICW on demand network to watch that show. So oh, uh, it totally worked. <laughs> everyone should buy the network. No, everyone should buy it on demand. I should say it's not called the network. I mean. There is obviously great moments from Fear and Loving Past and I'm going to, we're going to get a wee clip here of one of the uh, moments which I think it's got to be up there as the when I get best of all time. Carnage all over this arena. Commissioner Foley was kicked into that guardrail. Lightning is down. On the way back to the still chair. Red Lightning brought that out the ring. There's no referee. Will Dallas. This happens. This happens. Ladies and gentlemen, here is your winner and new. I can't believe what I'm hearing. I can't believe what I'm hearing. It's not an official referee. Grado. 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 It's your world heavyweight champion. Martinez is not an official referee. I am getting worked, Commissioner Foley, authorised Mark Dallas to be a special enforcer. Yes, that is the moment from Fear and Loathing 8, where the dream came true and Grado won the ICW World Heavyweight Championship. By far my favourite, not just Fear and Loathing moment of all time, my favourite ICW moment of all time. Yeah. Was everybody there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was everybody there? You have a mic, you're alright. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously we, we were there live so we didn't get to hear the commentary. When I watched it back there was two mm. things that I always remember about that uh, little clip. One, Billy Kirkwood, Get yourself a EP Quacku because you don't know how to stop a mic clipping. <laughs> <laughs> and point number two, William Grange, stop trying to ruin Grado's moment by saying he's not an official referee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Am I right in thinking that was Grange's like debut as the as a second commentator? It was around that time. Yeah, for that was sure. the point because yeah. they had uh, it was going through colour commentators at that point in time yeah, it was obviously yeah. Dr Sean David was the, yeah, his yeah. long term one yeah. Um, yeah. rest in peace like, Sean David no he's still alive made his debut on Shugs that year yeah I think no it was uh, no, I'm thinking the year before because he had po- uh, Jackie Polo was his co-commentator yeah, 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 as well uh, Cassidy did, Simon Cassidy did a few ones mm-hmm, on him yeah. at, at the garage shows and that type of stuff but I think for a crowd reaction Grado winning that, that belt was yeah. absolutely yeah. phenomenal it felt like everything Every single little moment that happened in ICW from when Grado debuted, um, sup- what was it called again? Something Thunderbolts, Super Su- Smoking, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Super Smoking Thunderbolts. Um, it felt like everything that happened in ICW had built up to that exact moment, mm-hmm. and um, 
like a, a lot of people thought like he's going into this match with one of the best wrestlers in the entire world mm-hmm. and yeah. possibly the best in Drew and um, it, it just felt like such a massive massive moment another thing as well is um, to talk for a minute about uh, Shah Samuels I think of all people um, right. he did an interview recently with uh, Snapmare Next if ah, you haven't yeah. checked it out it's one of the best interviews the Snapmare Next mm. guys they're probably not listening but just go on their website and read all the interviews they do because they're all amazing but uh, Shah Samuels said in that interview that um, a lot of the ICW wrestlers like almost probably not fully but like enjoyed the SECC Hydro more than uh, the SECC <laughs> the SECC Fear and Loathing more than the Hydro Fear and Loathing because uh, it had such a it was such a step up at the time yeah uh-huh. um, and to be capped off with that moment was, was just insane yeah, it was an absolutely phenomenal night. I remember actually after the obviously it won the crowd went mental, mm-hmm. and one of my always vivid memories was leaving to actually actually leaving the SECC and the chanting was still going. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Down yeah. that, I mean, if there was the guys who worked in the SECC must have been thinking, why are about four thousand <laughs> people singing <Dropped> Madonna? <laughs> <laughs> But no, that was great. I mean, you're looking now two years on. I mean, Grado, we won't be seeing Grado at this event. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's amazing to think. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> just, just listening to that as well just made me realise how much I miss Grado yeah. dancing about mm-hmm. to his songs coming in. Yeah. He was a staple of uh, of ICW. I mean, yeah. also talking about uh, moments of singing and dancing, there's one other memory I remember from last year, which was one of my favourites, and we're going to hear it now. That was one of the opening moments from last year's show at the Hydro. That was Joe Hendry being what doing what Joe Hendry did best and entertaining the crowd yeah. at that point yeah. in time. Uh, he did he did an entrance like that the year before at SECC with the wrecking ball mm-hmm. and he came out in a ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which was brilliant, but this particular one was such a big crowd. Uh, that was particularly uh, to, to start the show especially, I mean that was the yeah. first match on that, that card. There's another funny story about that, uh wrecking ball entrance is that um i, I hope i'm all right telling this because it's not original content this is in one of the interviews as well mm-hmm. uh, that the ball that joe hendry used was actually burst and so he was like i want to do a flip and everyone was like if you do a flip you're going to land in your head and break your neck because the ball's not fully inflated he was like well <laughs> still going to do it so they basically <laughs> were still inflating it till like a second before it came out he did the flip and if you look at the footage He's about three centimetres off of cracking his head on the ramp. And then straight away, he's just like, get rid of the ball because the ball's already screwed. Like, Because <laughs> he got rid of the ball really quickly mm-hmm. in yeah. that entrance, you know. <laughs> uh, but that particular uh, moment, I was starting that sort of the Hydro, set off for such a, an amazing night of, of wrestling and moments yeah. type of thing, yeah. you know. I mean, last year we got the likes of Cut Angle, main evented. Mm-hmm. Looking at what Cut Angle's going to be doing tonight. Exactly. The yeah. fact mm-hmm. that he main evented 
the Hydro at an ICW event last year was fantastic. We got the Dudleys as well. Exactly. Um, and we had that uh, the moment of uh, Team ICW versus Team Red Light, Team Black Label. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the pop when uh, Renfrew hit the stoner last year yeah. mm-hmm. was absolutely brilliant as well. See, uh, we're talking about favourite moments. Um, I've thought about this a lot and I think that was probably my favourite moment was the end of that match. I know mm-hmm. that... Um, I, I had a lot of like theories as to how that was going to go. I was like, oh, well, um, you know, Red Lightning's team could win and they could be in charge of ICW. They could do it for like six months. It would make perfect sense in ICW for them to be in charge. Um, and so all, all the way through it, I was like, I hope team ICW win, but they might not. And then when they did, I just remember going absolutely insane. It was, it was, <laughs> it was fantastic. I should point out, I keep using the word insane. None of this is meant as a pun. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, that's a great show. I mean, has anybody got any other um, big past fear and loving moments that they can think of? I mean, just thinking there when we talked about that triple threat with Rhino, Scott, and... Another name is uh, Coffee. Yeah. Uh, was this the gore through the tables? Yeah, the I always remember that. Yeah. It, was a great, yeah. it was a great spot. Has anybody else got any moments that come to their head yeah. from the last nine fear and lovings? So I've done the last uh, four in a row, I think. Um, from that first one in the Classic Grand, um, I think the sort of main one I remember was um, the... I'm trying to think. The, the, the Grado whiplash match was pretty insane because I think it showed that Grado was ready to step up even mm-hmm. back then. Um, there was a lot of uh, really good tag teams on that show as well. The Coffee Brothers were still wrestling at that time. SDI was still wrestling. Uh, William Grange and Dickie Divers. Oh, we for- oh, we forgot. There was a mini SDI reunion last night as well. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it, lasted all of fi- it, lasted, it lasted all of five seconds. Uh, Chris, and you even need that's been generous as well, Stephen. Yeah. Five seconds. <laughs> Chris, you need to watch when you say bring back STIs. Yeah, maybe. I know exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we need more STI. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next year, <laughs> <laughs> the next year, uh, Jester winning the belt is a moment that always stands in my memory. Also, they did the uh, Gold Label reunion that night as well, like the sort of semi did, reunion yeah. of three enough. of them. Uh, Red Lightning come back wrestling for the first time in bloody ages, so that was really cool. Uh, the next one was the SECC after no, it was Battlelands. Battlelands, yeah. sorry, so I that, that was one I watched on uh, online, um, and uh, that was that was an amazing show as well. Uh, and do you know what I remember most, or, or what I remember most fondly about the SECC show, is that everyone that was at the show got to walk out the building and watch right in front of you as the hydro where you knew you yeah, were going to be in a yeah, year's time. And, right. it, and it felt so mental to even think about it back then. It was like, they can't do a venue that size. Yeah. It's like the third biggest venue in the country. Um, and there you go, 12 months later, they put 6,000 plus people in that venue. And here we are tonight. We're doing it again for the second year in a row. It feels, it feels absolutely uh, mental to see how far this little company from Glasgow has came. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. So if you are listening to Eat Sleep Suplex Retreat today and you've got a favourite ICW Fear and Loaming moment... Let us know. We are on Twitter, ESS Retweet. So drop us a message. If you know us, just drop us a Facebook message. Uh, while that was happening, Quacku had a great moment of uh, amazement. Quacku, what was, what's, your, what's your big moment? The wee man literally just followed me on Twitter. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> amazing, amazing. This is where the dreams come true. Right, I think, it's, I think we're going to now... I think we should close, Chris, your poll. Yes, right. And Do you want to give it, like, this is a yeah. five-minute warning... If you haven't filled out the predictions yeah, poll. Yeah, we are... The poll will close after we play our exclusive, which is coming up now. This is 
part one of our exclusive interview with the Iron King, ICW World Heavyweight Champion, Joe Coffey. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is James from Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Uh, and I'm joined here in the studio today by a man who needs no introduction, but of course he's going to get one anyway. Uh, sitting across from me is the Iron King. He is a wrestler, a mighty wrestler. It's Joe Coffey. Oh, thank you very much. That was spot on. So, uh, Joe, obviously you've had a fantastic year coming on from Feeding Load and Light uh, 9. Mm. I was there that for that personally myself. I saw you wrestle Kurt Angle. And uh, since then, you've had matches against Keith Lee, Cassius Ono. Uh, for yourself, how would you sum up the, the year that you've had since that event? I think, you know, like was uh, the, the year at Feed and Loathing 9 um, against Kurt Angle. It was a culmination of uh, of a year's hard work. Um, a few misses as well, but I think I deserved something out of it. And to get such a marquee match was, you know, what I felt was more than more than deserved. Uh, going on from there, I think the Kurt Angle victory was huge, especially because he's uh, in his time in independent wrestling. It's not a lot of people, if any, that have beat him. So it was nice to get a victory, a submission victory at that. Absolutely, um, over yeah, the master of the ankle lock. It was, it was uh, something else at the time. And even just to take the moment in, it was, you know, you don't, because you wrestle so often, so many towns, so many cities, and it's like just, it's night after night, mm -hmm. you don't really get time to sit and digest. But I made sure walking down and walking back from the, ramp, uh, from the ring that night, that I took a moment just to, to take it in and just to stand across from arguably the greatest wrestler that's ever laced up a pair of boots in a professional wrestling ring or uh, you know an Olympics uh, setting as well was was, was a huge honour so it was uh, something I would like to do again I know it was something that he said he would like to do again so never say never you never know um, but the year since then it's it's been an interesting one you know especially the landscape of professional wrestling across the globe has changed totally mm. it's literally if you're a stranger things fan it is the upside down we are living in the upside down in the upside down just now in, <laughs> in, in the sense of professional wrestling you don't know what is going to happen like for example um i was on tour with icw last year mm. eh, sorry last week and <clears throat> i was just leaving the venue because i had a second show to go to uh, in edinburgh for discovery wrestling and i was catching a flight and Triple H just walked past me. I mean, that which was, was bizarre. You know, it's it's bizarre because you would never expect things like that to happen at an independent show. But um, as I said, we're living in the upside down just now. Exactly, and I mean, you've seen all these sort of wrestlers like appearing. So ICW itself has done particularly well with like you know we've got Rey Mysterio and Kevin Nash at the next show. Uh, we've we've had in the past like Finn Balor appearing, Mick Foley as commissioner, mm -hmm. stuff like that. I mean, obviously ICW seems to be in a fantastic position right now and. Would you say that like things only getting brighter for the independent promotions? I think so. I mean, people have seen the what the what the atmosphere is like. It's it's a second to none atmosphere in ICW. There is nothing else that compares. Even though you know I have my back and forth with uh, with the fan base just now, mm -hmm. it's it's an atmosphere like that you just you just can't describe, and you have to you have to see and feel it for yourself. And I think a lot of the wrestlers around the the, the world really want to come out and, and experience it for, them, for themselves. I know there have been people who have just, for example, I just won off the top of my head when Bob Polly came to ICW, he was in the garage. When he came out, he just came out to this massive reception. Mm -hmm. He was just overwhelmed with it. So, um, <coughs> But yeah, the, you know, you've seen this year, I've had a lot of challengers from, from all over the world. 
um, some from NXT, you know, some from Evolve, um, a lot of people from, from all over the place. So people want to come and they want to wrestle. And, and personally, I want to wrestle the best. And I know that the company has trusted in me to deliver these main events along with association with Rudolf Sports Entertainment. That they, they, they have trusted in me that I will deliver in their main events. And that is just something that I have done is deliver week in and week out. Absolutely, man. I mean, you've got this sort of like fearsome presence, and I think obviously the association with that brand, you're obviously the, you know, you're the star of ICW. You're absolutely representing them, sort of like everything, like to your your manner, your domination in the ring as well. So, I mean, you've had uh, quite a, an illustrious career, I would say. So, like, mm-hmm. do you have any personal highlights for yourself, like your your favourite matches, or? Well, definitely one the uh, last year at Fear and Loathing Nine in the Hydro. You know, the first time I've ever done the Hydro, and it's a venue that I would drive past. Well, however how long it's been up a few years and I would drive past and go that's a wrestling venue mm-hmm. someone needs to run that and obviously WWE eventually started running it mm-hmm. and uh, and I was like for someone like ICW that would be a huge achievement so and standing Kurt Angle is a, a personal hero of mine mm-hmm. um, and standing across the ring from him knowing you're going toe to toe with with the best and he said it as well it doesn't matter what stages career he was in he knows that he is the best professional wrestler so it was exactly. good to go up and, and test uh, test against that other moments um, you know I always say this it sounds kind of uh, it sounds kind of uh, cliched but every every match is a personal highlight because it brings something different and I can do something different in that match um, I, I'm trying to think of other people. Uh, one of the Drew Galloway the match I had with Drew Galloway in the Battlelands was a right. really good moment as well. That was one that I felt was uh, was very emotional at the time uh, for for both of us in in that match. And again, that was a another fine example of uh, you know sampling that atmosphere and just living in that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that was great. I know, and I've spent some time in Japan and got to wrestle a few legends in Japan as well. I would love to go back to Japan if the mm-hmm. the right opportunity comes along. Um, for me, being in Currican Hall, I, I, it's a place that I've watched numerous times on on tapes and mm-hmm. and YouTube and things like that and and whatever, whatever else DVDs, just to be there, but meet and actually wrestle there mm-hmm. and feel that you know it's a, it's a, such a historic building for for any sport, any martial art, uh, especially professional wrestling. It holds a lot of history, so so to be in there, that was uh, that was something very special as well. And so you yourself was it, I forget were you were you were the first Scottish wrestler or the youngest? Uh, no, the first the first, first ever Scottish wrestler to. So you made history in a historic area yeah, as well. Yeah, to, to wrestle in Japan. Um, well, yeah, the first the first one to, to debut in Currican Hall certainly. Mm. Anyway, that was that was a privilege as well. Um, Absolutely, man. and it's somewhere I'd love to love to go back in and, and wrestle in front of that crowd. I think you know part of my style is very much suited to that. The way the so audience would react and hard hitting, sort of like I mean, it. that's what I was seeing during your match with Keith Lee. Just sort of like it looked like two rhinos just smashing against each other. It was absolutely was sort of brutal, man. And uh, so obviously yourself, you're uh, doing really, really well as champion. You're coming off. You wear that belt with pride and stuff. So what does it mean to you to to be the world heavyweight champion and to to represent ICW? You know, to to quote another one of arguably the greatest wrestlers at our level, to be the man. You know, and and that's exactly what it is. You are the focal point of that company you mm. are the top dog and a lot of, a lot of people will moan about being in the main event and being on last because you know the crowd is they might 
be so exhausted and he'll have seen everything but I personally love it because mm. I get to go out I get to express myself and I get to do what I want and for how long I, I want to do it in the main event and it's a challenge for me because they have seen everything you know what I mean especially mm. in the current climate of independent wrestling the you know there's the audience will be tired by the time they get out there but I will make sure that they will not forget it and it will it will be the best match on the card and that is something that I always go out and try and do is have the best match on the card mm-hmm. uh, maybe get myself introduced on Sunday as Mr Match of the Night so Mr Match of the Night and he's got a nice <laughs> ring to it Mr. so obviously after like seeing like a four hour show but you've got the the hard challenge to come out there and get that crowd was it as the rock would say electrifying again Electrified. so but i think you know obviously i haven't seen you wrestle i mean there, there's no doubt that you do that i remember back when it was the the face painting chest thumping yes, iron man entrance it's just it blows you away especially when you're going to see it in a big event like the hydro as well of course like that it's just channeling your your energy different i might not be coming out with face paint and uh, slapping hands and <clears> my chest anymore but it's channeling your your energy because even though you know i'm, I'm not in in the crowd's favour anymore, especially against my opponent Sunday BT Gundy. Uh, he seemed to have taken to him, which is fair enough. Mm-hmm. But I do promise it will be entertaining. That's one thing I like to entertain the crowd. You know, like like your Muhammad Ali's, your Ric mm-hmm. Flair's. I'm I'm cut from that cloth. That is what I want to do. I want to go and entertain the crowd. I put on an exhibition, a great match. But ultimately, I will come out with a win. Fantastic. And so, if you come out with a win like that, that means that you're the the first undisputed champion. That yeah. Hand. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, no, sorry, I tell I I do tell I'm pretty sure Mikey Whitlash. Mikey Whitlash. No, I tell okay. I will give um, will give Mister Whitlash his credit. Um, he was uh, he was a double champion as well, but for me it holds this uh, holds a little bit more. It's no, a world belt now. It's right? a it's a world belt, and but I do not need any title to tell me that I am the best. It is just simply a nice relic to collect and put on the mantelpiece and let people know who I am when I walk out. But I will take that title off BT Gun. Um, because he thinks he's going to be a Grand Slam champion, but that will never happen. So you're going to prove him wrong then? I will definitely be coming out with that victory. I do not see. I've, I've never been more <clears> confident. And I I come alive in the big stages. I come alive. I'm a big game player. And that's exactly what's going to happen. On- Ladies and gentlemen, you're coming live from Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet on Strathclyde! Hello, we are back. Yeah, that was part one of our exclusive interview with the Iron King, ICW World Heavyweight Champion, a wrestler, a mighty wrestler, Joe Coffee. Like I said, we are on and for the next around about the next hour. So anybody who is listening to the show, feel free to give us a message. You know who we are directly, or you can send us a tweet. We are at uh, ESS Retweet. Uh, we are now closing. Our fans' opinion poll for tonight's show. Do like a five-second countdown. Five-second countdown. Right. What am I? What I do? <laughs> five, four, three, two, one. It's closed. <laughs> <laughs> the lines are now closed. Right. So we will be revealing the results of that within the next hour. We are actually currently trying to get someone on the phone who is in the VIP queue. Yeah, uh, reporting live. Yes, we're currently got no avail on that. But, yeah. 
All good. Right. <laughs> so, on the note of predictions, uh, should we do that now? No, we're not going to do that predictions. All oh, right. Sorry. Sorry. We're going to do another predictions. We are going. Oh, just a wee second. We are going to do a wee challenge. Uh oh. I gave my predictions. Quacko's gave his, and Stacey's gave his all in air. However, you oh, two. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you two are going to compete in Ooh. the Stefano Wilson <laughs> CIS Iron Brew Challenge Cup. <laughs> I like it. Right. So uh, obviously, I have both your predictions here. Ooh. Right, and I can confirm that. Obviously, we don't know who's going to win this till now, until later, later on. So, so it's interesting. <laughs> this is going to be the direct. So I can say that out of the eight matches, two of you, no, four of them are, are you have picked the same. Ah, okay. good stuff. <laughs> You've both went for the Kinky Party. Good. You mm. both went for Lionheart. Yep. Okay. Kenny Williams and mm. the Polos. Mm. Excellent. Yeah. Because it's so 100% certain that the Polos are going to win tonight. <laughs> <laughs> wink. I agree. <laughs> the other, and the other, ones is where we, the other ones is where we see our debate coming along. Now, uh, the ladder match, first of all. Chris told us his particular on where he went for Bram. Mm. Mm. And Nathan's went for Joe Coffey. No, not Joe, Joe Coffey. Joe Hedry. Yeah. Joe, he- Joe Coffey in the head here. Yeah. <laughs> Stacey, who do you think is going to do the better at those two? Who's, who's got more chance of winning? That, that? Uh, out of Bram yeah. and Joe Hendry? Yeah. Well, like I said earlier, I think in the final two, it's going to be Bram and Ravy Davy. See, this so, is what I was getting at. I think it could be uh, like they two are obviously going to focus on each other. I think Joe yeah. Hendry might sneak it. Mm-hmm. So, well, the, the uh-huh. way I was going. Right. Mm. So, And plus, Joe Hendry's someone who I think they should have pulled the trigger on a while ago. Yeah. And I think this is probably the last chance, like legitimise him as a world title contender something that I'm a bit gutted about as well because last night uh, Joe Hendry came out and he said that for, well first he said that he wanted to have a 35 minute entrance <laughs> but was told that he wasn't allowed and then when he was leaving he said that he wasn't going to have an entrance video mm. I'd love that so, honestly yeah. <laughs> I really hope he's got an entrance video do you know you know like kind of what uh Dolph Ziggler's been doing on yeah. TV at the moment. Yeah. I want him to exactly. literally yeah. come out, black screen, <laughs> no music, all the lights off, just walk to the right, get in the right, just, just stand there. I'd so, love that. <laughs> so, and now go over on to the women's match. Mm. You both went different again in this one. Oh. Nathan has went for Casey, mm-hmm. and Chris has went for Viper. Well, to, to your point, right, I think that Casey has all the hype going for her at the moment. Yeah. I think she's, in terms of the women's division, she's came on the most in the last year. Um, However, I think that like we haven't properly got the like Viper versus uh, Kaylee yep. Ray match that we that we, we needed. Um, however, not that tonight is is that match, but I just think that like uh, Viper is um, a bit of a, a mad lady. Um, she's <laughs> had experience inside of a cage before, as we know, um, and uh, she's a bit. I don't know. I think she 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 will take it all the way to eleven tonight. That's that's why I went for. Mm. Interesting. Uh, on the predictions, we, I had this discussion last uh, on the show on Wednesday, and we've now got something. We've got some support for the filthy generation. Oh. Yes, Chris is going for Stevie Boy to win to be the king of insanity. While Nathan yeah. has went for Chris Renfrew. Mm-hmm. I, I would I would like Stevie Boy to win it. I think again he's someone who points. 
like a big win to get him to that next level mm. in ICW. But I think the whole Renfrew bit blast sort of thing. I think Renfrew's going to come out on top. Mm. Yeah, I um, would love to see Chris Renfrew win. For if I hadn't gone for Steve, but I would have gone for Chris Renfrew. Also, um, there was a recent discussion about uh, who had been undefeated at Fear and Loathing and uh, someone pointed out that Chris Renfrew has the most wins in the history of the event. Mm-hmm. He's got six wins up to this point, I think. Um, he's not undefeated, but he's got six wins. Um, and also, he's sort of like... Um, I don't know how to put this exactly, but he's... he, like, if, I think he's like the most ICW person in ICW, if that makes sense. Um, however, I think that Stevie Boy's on a bit of a rise right now, and so that's why I took him. Also, Stevie Boy's got hundreds of pals... <laughs> uh, and they'll probably p- potentially <laughs> potentially help him out tonight uh, whereas um, my, uh, Whiplash has sort of turned a lot of his pals away from mm. him uh, so so we'll, we'll see we'll see I, I, I would love either one of those two yeah. uh, and finally you have both disagreed on the winner of the title versus title match <laughs> I changed my mind last night so at 2am so that. <laughs> so that Nathan has went for BT Gun yeah. and Chris has went for Joe Coffey. <laughs> I sort of have reasons for both now, but like, yeah. so up until like last night, um, I was like, BT Gun's going to win because um, BT Gun's like, he's done so much in ICW so far. It's the only thing he's got left to do, really. Um, and uh, he's just been such an important figure in ICW since its uh, very beginning. Um, however, <laughs> the last minute I was like, hang on a minute. Joe Coffey's the best wrestler that's ever came out of this company. He's absolutely amazing. <laughs> uh, if he doesn't win tonight, it'll be a chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> See, I said Coffey, and then remembered that the winner of the ladder match faces the champion at square go, and not at any time. So I got mixed up, so when if Hendry wins, then that's against BT Gun face versus heel so yeah yeah that's fair enough so yeah. or so the battle of the joes yeah <laughs> well either, either way <laughs> well based on that nathan's got bt gun and joe hendry at the square going eh? chris has got the battle of the riddle sports entertainment men of joe oh, coffee and crap, i didn't think of that <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting yeah but yeah it'll be interesting to see which of the which of these four wins up but yeah that it that is going to be the battle for the Stefano Wilson CIS <laughs> Iron Brew Challenge Cup. I'm phoning you tomorrow to get a can of Iron Brew off you. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody has predictions for tonight's show and have not as yet done Chris's poll, which we'll be giving the results away later on, give us a message and give us uh, your predictions. Now, we've got a potential uh, phone call coming from someone nice. in the queue. Kwaku is on the case. Quacko, are you going to just phone him or are you going to just... What are you on? He's like, he's like puzzled. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Imagine it rang out how much of an anti climax is going You better answer. Oh. Hello. Aloha. Aloha! Hi! It's on. Jay, you're live on air. How you doing? Oh, does that mean I can as well? Yes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You're this live. Is, this is a, I'm under so you're much pressure already. You're live on Sleep Suplex Retweet. Please do not swear. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, where, would you, where would you like to know? <laughs> How's it all building up? How's things over there? Well, the VIP queue's looking pretty damn big. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just running around to the normal queue to see where all the dafties are sitting. <laughs> see, there's you're there. Could you be like a field reporter? And can I'll I be a field reporter. Be a field there's... reporter for us. Get, get some noise. Oh, the, the, Start some oh, chants. Yeah, by the way, the normal queue, the peasants are actually... Uh, there's a few of them. A couple of snails, <laughs> I know. Ask him if anyone has their tops What would you yet? like to know for the, for the normal... Get, the normal, first of all, get a, get a chant going of some sort, any chant, go for it. Who, who, who would you like to talk to? First, get a chant going. Get a chant going. Get a chant Get a chant going. I'll get a chant going in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> here, here I've just poked two guys at the queue. What's your name again? Andy. Here, I've got, I'm still on me, Andy. You're Andy, how you doing? Andy is leaving. And you're on live on radio at the moment. Live on radio. Live on the radio. Uh, so please so don't, don't swear. swear. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. Thank you. I'll take that. How are you feeling for tonight? Aye, fine. Aye, buzzing. Buzzing. <laughs> Who are you rooting for the most? Uh, Rob Van Dam. Uh, Rob Van Dam. Uh, Raven Stereo. Maybe it's there. Um, obviously, BT Gun, the big main event. Okay, oh, so, oh, so you're he's a BT Gun already. guy. He's annoyed me already. <laughs> oh, I'm biting my, biting my tongue already. Ask him if he thinks there's going to be unexpected results tonight. Uh, do you think there's going to be any unexpected results tonight? There'll be a few. I think there might be an unexpected appearance from a certain Grado mm. tonight. Oh. Uh, well, see, if that happens, see if that happens. Here's my, here's my theory. Kevin Nash... Smashes them all and joins Bristol <laughs> and Joe Coffee walks it double champion. <laughs> That's why I love like Florida. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would set up nicely for my square goal prediction. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Right, Jay, I'm gonna give you a challenge right now. Okay. Ooh. Hey. Okay. I want you to start a chant with uh, as many people as you can. Lead the chant and get as much buy-in as you can. Go for it. Wait, chant what? Anything. Every chant I know, I get them to swear. Okay, uh, we'll start off basic. Jackie Polo chant. Go for it. Oh, there's no Polo fans here. This is, is going to be. Oh, what? Okay, right, easy, easy. I see dub. Come on. <laughs> Don't swear! Don't swear we're live on radio here! <laughs> right, simple. I see dub. Oh my god! And I didn't even need to bribe them. <laughs> J- J- ah, do you see the canny swear? Yeah! <laughs> Jay, Jay, not only have you passed the challenge, you've actually done incredibly well to not get them to swear. Well done. Yeah, I rule. I rule. I'm going back. I'm going. I'm going. I'm running back. Please don't swear, Chad. I'm running. I'm running. This is where I'm fit. Troops in it. Jay, I'm so. Which chant are we getting for this side? VIP. <laughs> Did I hear somebody saying BT gun? VIP. VIP. Aye. VIP. The VIP queue is looking banging, by the way. Get Try and get the chant, eat, sleep, suplex, retweet. Aye. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mate, 
If you can get that, I will buy you a pint later on tonight. If you could get You're buying me a pint anyway. <laughs> <laughs> make that uh, I know. Make that Apparently I'm not on the list and I'm not getting in since I've been here like kind of first, you know. Oh, what? I'm bad. Uh, no bother digging. <laughs> See, people don't like me, but hey. Tell them, tell them. I got here before you, I get here before you, I get here before you, and he's got all at the back. <laughs> anyway. Tell them you're VIP, you're Jay from the radio. Yeah, I'm That'll VIP, mate. I'm, I'm live in the radio, don't swear. Exactly. <laughs> tell, tell them that, that will get you in there, bother. No, no, I'm genuinely live in the radio, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. tell, him, tell him if he doesn't believe you, go on strathclydefusion.com right now. And if he doesn't believe If you don't believe me, go on strathclydefusion right now. Strathclydefusion.com. Go on strathclydefusion.com. Go for it. <laughs> Best plug so hey, far. I've got people actually going to go on the radio right. here. Go on Because they don't believe me. Don't go for it. <laughs> so... And stress them, do not swear, because I don't Strathclyde want that to... StrathclydeFusion.com, do not swear. Right now. <laughs> right now I'm red lightning, it's like, yeah. And then see, say to them, when when they go on the stream, they should start an IC dub chant, just to make sure uh, that... I, so, so here, just to, just to prove it, see when, see when, we go li- when you go live on, on the thing with radio. Right, we'll start an ICW chant so that you can prove that I'm, we're live on radio. Some cunt about to be anti-bowl, but I better be on I think he said. I think he said some ads. Yeah, some ads. Yeah, some ads. No, you're not getting. Someone's just coming to me and offered me nuggets. I think he's a monster. You want? 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 It's as easy as that, mate. You know, <laughs> you know the power that I held in my hand. Yeah. Unlimited power. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into a Palpatine here, running up and down. Tell them, tell them to keep on the keep on the stream because we're going through the predictions that people have submitted. Over sixty people submitted predictions to us, and you got I, it? I believe that this is the most. I tune in. Are you hearing that? So keep, I've got one person on it. Yeah. yeah. One. Hey, tell them to keep on it and play it aloud for everyone in the queue. We'll keep you entertained whilst you're in the queue. How about that one? Do it well. Right, Jay, we're going to go to the predictions. Thank you so much for uh, entertaining. Got a prediction. Oh, go for it. Taps off, mate, and that's all I'm saying. Taps oh, off. Taps <laughs> off for the Polos win. Taps off, aye. There you go. Why see everybody here with a taps off? <laughs> Not too cold. It's never too cold for your tap off, nah, mate. Never, never, <laughs> never. The adrenaline heats you up, don't worry. <coughs> right, Jay, we're going to go to our predictions. Tell everyone to listen in to the predictions and see how they feel about the predictions well, everyone's put in. All right. 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 Oh, oh, see you later, Jay. See you later, Jay. Bye. He's also about to get a wee scare. <laughs> Oh, I could di- a... I could die happy now. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of live report. Can I can I apologise for any swearing that was held in that I, one? I heard someone talking about someone's aunt. Some aunt yeah. is what I, I, heard. I heard. Aunt and anchors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was our very own Jay Gallica in the ICW fear and loving queue. <laughs> <laughs> 
that would the please do not do not swear chant. <laughs> <laughs> do not swear, right? Uh, right, so that's quite a good promise. It's prediction time, Chris. Oh, I'm so excited for this. What have you got for us? You lead the way. So, um, I, you know how when we went on air, I said we had like I don't know, I think we had sixty odd. We've now just hit eighty nine. Wow! And at wow. least, at least four really of those have came since we said we're taking no more. So, <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout, shout out to the Amber Gamblers of this world. Um, so, um, I, I just picked the order that the matches were listed on. Yeah. Uh, I think ICW's website. So, right, okay. if the matches are in order, then then so be it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, eighty nine responses. I actually never submitted my own. I just sent them to you. Oh, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so it's ninety responses, really. Um, so the website that I used is put them in a, a nice little pie chart, which I'll post on the uh, fan script chart. later. Absolutely love a pie chart. So I'll just take you through their, <laughs> their percentages, each one. Does that sound out all right? Yeah, go for it. So uh, it starts off as we did with the Filthy Generation. That's Aspen Faith and Lewis Garvin versus the Kinky Party, Jack Jester and Shah Samuels. Do you want to predict who the predictions have picked? Um, I'd say Kinky Party. Yeah. Kinky party. Kinky party. Right. The results are thirty six point three percent filthy generation, sixty three point seven percent that is the kinky party. And also mm. it's just went to ninety one results. <laughs> so whoever's doing this, stop taking the rip. Right. <laughs> right. King of Insanity match, Jimmy Havoc versus Stevie Boy versus Christian for versus Mikey Whiplash. And this one's actually pretty split. Um, in last place with 11% is Mikey Whiplash mm. Ooh. no I went no Whiplash will win it that's interesting yeah, he will very, very I think he's going to win it yeah no, oh, but he stood tall last night yeah but, exactly. but then he got the no never mind in third place with 14.3% is Jimmy Havoc Ooh. meaning the winner with 40.7% is Chris Renfrew mm. yeah. 34.1% voted for Stevie Boy I think that's quite ex- I expected that yeah. to be fair that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's quite an expected one so three way dance Lionheart versus Rob Van Dam versus Zach Gibson again who do you think is going to win it Lionheart yeah Yeah. okay pretty big consensus there so third place Zach Gibson 12.1% second place Rob Van Dam 20.9% and with 67% which is a massive massive chunk uh, Lionheart that's maybe the biggest chunk no no it's not the ones to come that are the biggest chunk <laughs> uh, the next one Kenny Williams versus Rey Mysterio I think you've just given away the answer to that one, Chris. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Williams. Or Kenny. Yeah, Kenny, yeah. yeah. So it's a massive 73.6% think Kenny wow. Williams is going to win. 26.4% think Ray Mysterio is going to win. Mm. Uh, and this is where things get interesting. In fact, no. Do you know what? We'll come back and we'll do the Undisputed Championship second last and then we'll do the title match, right? So does that make sense? Title yeah. match? You mean a ladder the, match? The Undisputed match. So we'll do the Undisputed ladder match and then we'll do the Undisputed title oh, match. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. So tag team title match, predictions and the Polos. Polos. Marauders. So. <laughs> <laughs> I explained my reasonings on Wednesday. You did. The predictions say that 35.2% will be a retain for the Marauders and 64.8% will be Polo Promotions. To be fair, that's, that makes sense. I, 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 I wouldn't complain if the Polos win. Yeah. I think it'd yeah. be good. ICW women's <laughs> title steel cage match Kaylee Ray versus Casey versus Viper in third place with 25.3% unbelievable is Kaylee Ray to retain in second place with 33% exactly one third of the vote is Casey meaning you're predicting Ooh. winner tonight Ooh, with 41.8% is Viper mm. And uh, right, so now that leads us to the ladder match. Now the, the ladder match is amazing because there's so many slices of this pie chart. <laughs> <laughs> so um, 
Right, we're going to need to mention some of these. Um, if I just quickly <laughs> go through some of the responses that we got. Uh, it, from the very beginning, I knew that this was going to be hilarious. Cause the second <laughs> response that we got was Stone Cold Bobby Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly down the list, we had Hulk Hogan's massive willy. <laughs> um, there's a massive massive support for my pal John McGowan in this ladder match <laughs> who is currently sitting with more votes than at least three of the wrestlers <laughs> so I'm not sure the exact percentage because uh, it's it's too small a slice but a significant support for uh, John McGowan uh, also we John McGowan or we John McGowan the incalculable variable uh, is, is some of the many supports um, the slices for the rest of the wrestlers are all quite wee but if we go through them with 7.7% it's DCT Ooh. and wow. second second place with 16.5% is Bram Ooh. and with a massive 45.1% it's Joe Hendry. Mm. Ooh. Uh, I'm not, I can't quite tell how much Kid Fight has got. John McGowan's got a decent slice. Ravy <laughs> David. Uh, Ravy Davy, the issue was, was that, um, so lots of people have put down Ravy Davy, but some people have like spelt it differently. Some people have put in capital letters. Some people have left off capital letters. Yeah. So there's like six different slices all for Ravy Davy, but it's hard to quantify. Can that be so. like a thing? Six slices of Davy? Yeah, like six a <laughs> and also just submitted a few moments ago to win Gradle. You're wow. such an ICW mark. <laughs> <laughs> and in the last but not least, in the title match, ICW Undisputed Championship, Joe Coffey versus BT Gun. We're now up to 92 responses. <laughs> Please stop submitting, you're ruining it. Um, with 22.8%, Joe Coffey. Oh. Meaning. 77.2% of the people think tonight BT Gun will walk out as your ICW undisputed champion. Well, there we have it, guys. That is what you have you have spoken, and that is what you think. Will Imagine happen. Mark Dallas is listening. Was like, right, we're changing everything. <laughs> <laughs> can we can we start a book, John McGowan? Yeah, chat? exactly, exactly. <laughs> He's currently training in his house. Um, for the ladder match tonight. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any uh, expected or unexpected results from them? John McGowan, clearly. Yeah, John McGowan, clearly. <laughs> um, I think that uh, uh, it's quite unexpected to see people... Such a high percentage for BT. Yeah, mm-hmm. I that yeah, would have been more be, even. Yeah, a lot yeah. closer, yeah. yeah. I guess uh, people have picked sides, as it were. Um, and such a small... I thought DCT might have got a bit more yeah. of a slice, yeah. you know. Yeah, I think it, people's opinions probably changed after last night as well, because a lot mm. of these predictions came yeah. before Yeah, I suppose. Night. And what did you say the second place was for, for the, the ladder match? For the ladder match, did you say it was like 16? 16.3% wow. for Bram, um, mm. but there's a lot of different entries. Uh, yeah. Entries included Aaron Echo, Bram, DCT, Jody Fleisch, Joe Hendry, Kid Fight. Yeah, not a lot of, not a lot of support I'm, for Jody Fleisch in there. Yeah, I would Fleisch, have thought that he would have got quite a lot of mm. votes. He's got more than Kid Fight and Aaron Echo, but mm. he's got less than seven. Po- if, if I was to guess this slice, it looks about half of DCT, so maybe about 4%-ish, somewhere mm. around there. Um, I was uh, quite surprised at the women's match. The women's match is yeah. reasonably, reasonably yeah. equal. 41.3 Viper, 33.7 uh, Casey. And the mental thing, I think, for me was that Kaylee Ray to retain is only 25%. <coughs> basically, three quarters of the people that voted don't think that the 
probably the best women's wrestler mm. in Britain is going to retain her Inter- title. But interesting. So yeah, that is what you, the fans, all ninety odd of you, yeah, and exactly. counting by the sounds of things, yeah, keep submitting. <laughs> no, nobody's going to read them, but keep submitting. I thought. Yeah. So keep with us. We're going to. We're now going to play before we do the the last section of our show. It's now time for part two. Um, when it comes back, yeah, part two of our exclusive interview with the Iron King world champion Joe Coffey. If you were to come out as the undisputed champion of this match, which you know, looking across me, you're heated up, you're fired up, you're ready to go. If you do walk away and you're the, the ICW undisputed champion, there's obviously going to be people who are going to want to sit on the, the throne of the Iron King. Who do you think's going to come after you if, if that is the case? Well, there's a, there's a long list of people you know in the company and without. I know from from other companies as well and, and other independent wrestlers. So I will definitely be watching every single match as I do as mm-hmm. I'm on last. I will sit at the monitor or wherever I am and I will watch every single match, and uh, I uh, I will look and see all my other opponents because there's no doubt in my mind that I will be facing someone else for a world heavyweight championship for a world heavyweight title match after this Sunday so I will be looking to the ladder match for the number one contender All right, uh, and it will be interesting because they'll have won that match in such a fashion where they have to climb a ladder but unfortunately that will not do in a world heavyweight title match because it would be under my rules save pro, mm-hmm. wrestling, save pro wrestling rules it would be pins submissions count outs or knockout unfortunately the simple task of climbing a ladder that will not just do doesn't quite cut it to just climb up and you know grab that belt. You've actually got to you've got to slay the Iron King if you want to beat him. But of you know, course, you have to dethrone me. You know, exactly. essentially, this is my kingdom, and just like BT Gunn will find out on Sunday, he let slip on an interview yesterday with uh, with myself and Billy Kirkwood when we had a face to face that he did not want to return to the main event scene. So I will banish him from my kingdom again. I mean, if you're going to give the man what he wants, exactly. There's nothing fairer than that. So, you know, obviously you, you've, you've had all these amazing matches. Is there anyone that you would want to look to in the future if you were to lay down a challenge to them? So any sort of like dream opponents, anyone that you've not faced before or just in your mind, someone you'd want to maybe fight again? Or uh, in what scenario are they? Could it be anyone with no limits or within the current situations and contracts and things like that it's a good question i would say anyone at all uh you know like that you could wrestle or just anyone that you think realistically you might want to sort of take that challenge to hmm. realistically i think uh one of the hottest properties as well not really independent wrestling because he's a contracted wrestler but it, it it could certainly happen. Would be Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega, you know, the leader of the Bullet Club over in the New Bullet Japan. Club. Yeah, he. I mean, he 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 follows and carries some controversy with his matches and and whatnot. But you have to deny. You cannot deny that he is simply one of the best professional wrestlers walking the planet, and is one of the most incredible athletes as well. I had the pleasure uh, of going against him in a six-man tag for Discovery Wrestling. Right. Uh, it was Bullet Club versus myself, Lewis Garvin, and funnily enough, BT Gunn as well. And I got had a few moments with Kenny, and it, w- it would be very good to, to test myself in a in a singles match. On the flip side as well, Okada as well oh, would, be, would be another name who is the yin to his yang essentially, you know, with, with some of the six star matches that you hear about. That of course, had. those are tossed around by... Yeah. Of course, of course. Out. And if we had to pick anyone with no <laughs> limits, no contracts, one would be John Cena. John Cena. He is, he is a big money match and 
Another just to test myself would be Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, of course. So uh, you know, you, you said that you've you've worked with BT Gun uh, on on his side. Do you think that gives you any insight into you know how the, you know how the man works and, and the kind of challenge that you're going to take to him? Does he have any weaknesses that you want to think you could exploit, or what are his strengths? That sort of thing. I I have no doubt in my mind that I know BT Gun inside and out. I have wrestled him countless times. I have teamed with him. I know his weaknesses. I also know his strengths and. It's just uh, up to me to lay traps in this ring for him mm. to fall into, and he will fall into them. He will walk into them, and I will finish him off that way. So he's going to be getting the, all the best for the bells. He then? shall be getting all the best for the bells because the theory of all the best for the bells is when I hit that, all you will hear is the bell, signifying <laughs> that it's the end of the contest, and all the best for the bells because he will not know if it is New Year or New York. <laughs> Absolutely. So you were talking about. Uh, if you're maybe wanting to fight Akada, that's something mm. that I think there's a similarity between you because he calls himself, you know, the rainmaker, mm. and yourself, you're all about big money matches, and so you've definitely carried that sort of prestige forward. And then I think it's interesting to see, you know, how you would perform against someone like that. I think that'd definitely be on my mind for a, a match that you have. It would definitely be Okada, but again, Brock Lesnar. I mean, imagine you two going to toe to toe. That'd be destructive. Break I, the ring, maybe. I have no doubt that Brock Lesnar would fling me about like a proverbial <laughs> wet trackie, but. <laughs> It would be an interesting match, you know. Absolutely, I, man. When I say no mercy, I live and breathe no mercy. Mm -hmm. I would not give up. I would literally have to knock me out to to put me away. But you know, Brock Lesnar is one of the best professional wrestlers walking, and one of the baddest men. In fact, if not the baddest man walking this planet. Mm -hmm. And if you want to test yourself against the biggest and baddest, well, you have to go after them. You got that would be fantastic. But unfortunately. That cannot happen right now. Absolutely. No, I mean, that people are under contract and that, but it's definitely something to look forward to the future. I mean, you've got these goals and these aspirations, so it's really interesting to see, like, how would you react to, like, a match like that, opponents, that sort of thing. So, given this match that's coming up at Feed and Loathing uh, is probably set to be, uh, set to be, in my mind, possibly the most important match that I'll have ever seen, mm -hmm. what kind of thing do you think the fans should be looking out for? What, what are you aiming to bring to this match to make it, if you were to say that, a five-star match? I... I'm looking to bring them on an emotional roller coaster, mm -hmm. which ultimately will end in disappointment for BT Gunn and his fans, but it will be an emotional roller coaster. Like ICW's philosophy of fear and loathing, I know Mark Dallas was a big Hunter S. Thompson fan, and mm -hmm. you know, he's a, a, a massive Bill Hicks fan, you know, and wrestling is this roller coaster. So, just like the slogan is advertised, buy the ticket and take the ride because I will certainly be taking you on a ride absolutely so for closing remarks do you have anything you want to say to your opponent BT Gun? should he listen into this uh, I don't imagine BT Gun will be listening into this I think he's uh, he'll be overthinking things and maybe not want to hear the way I talk with such confidence but if he does happen to hear a couple of sound clips I would just tell him bring your best because you are looking at the best you are looking at the king this is how it feels to be camp champion, and this is how it feels to be king. Absolutely. Well, it's been a pleasure interviewing you today, uh, Joe Coffey. So that uh, comes to the end of our interview. So obviously the event on its Sunday is Feed and Loading 10 at the Hydro. You can buy tickets online through the website Ticketmaster. 
and uh, it's sure to be an absolute knockout event. We've got all sorts of, there's all sorts of stars coming. You've got Rey Mysterio, the massive match with Joe Coffey and BT Gunn to crown the undisputed champion. There's a ladder match. It's definitely to be a must-see in the world of wrestling as it stands at the moment. But uh, that's us done with the interview for now. So on behalf of Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet, I'll say goodbye. And Joe Coffey, anything to say? No, thank you very much for having me. And a pleasure as always, someone who has arrived and knows the king very well he's arrived with a black coffee so i would have to say thank you very much for that it's been an absolute pleasure no problem thanks very much for having you cheers ladies and gentlemen you're coming live from eat sleep suplex retweet on Thank you, yes, we are back, and that was part two of our interview with the Iron King, ICW World Champ, Joe Coffey. Again, thanks to Joe for taking time out of his schedule on Thursday to speak with our very own James Murphy. He was like a kid at Christmas. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> James did really well. He's, uh, he held his own with uh, the Iron King. Yeah, guys, I woke up to the panel. What did you think of what Joe's had to say during that interview? Some good things coming out of that. I, I love that chat. I, I think uh, Joe, I, I'm fascinated by his, uh, his wrestling story. If um, you haven't heard it, go away and listen to his podcast mm. with uh, Cole Cabana from back oh, yeah. in August. It's really good. Right. It's, uh, really it, was, good. it was obviously pre-announcement of tonight's main event. Um, <coughs> and uh, both that and James's chat, just a really good insight to his brain. I loved yeah. the dream matches that Joe picked out. Absolutely loved them. Every one of them would be amazing. And also, um, he, he touched a bit on talking about Brock Lesnar there. Um, I think there's not a lot of people in the wrestling business, not just WWE, ICW, any of that. Not a lot of people in the wrestling business that could stand toe to toe with Brock Lesnar, and I think Joe is one of those people. I spoke uh, earlier on with you guys, and I thought I had one of the best quotes you'll hear in an interview. I don't, <laughs> yeah, know, if yeah, picked, yeah. I don't know if he's picked that one up. There was a couple of really absolute belters, like thrown about like a wet track. Yeah, that's one that I thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, I thought I was brilliant. Yeah, great line. That was a great line. Yeah, so uh, again, thanks to Joe. That Joe, obviously, he's fighting tonight, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that interview featured this week as well on Glasgow Live, as well as our interview with Ravy Davey and nice. our Seven Reasons Why You Should Go to Scotland's WrestleMania. Yeah. All written by some magnificent writer. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen's currently pointing to himself. <laughs> uh, there's, yeah. there's a quite a cool uh, quote as well online. I think it's from an interview with the 90 Minute Cynic podcast, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy called Buddy Gall, I think is his name, uh, on Twitter, because he's in the whole ICW sphere of mm-hmm. Twitter. Um, a quote from Joe that said, the ICW World Heavyweight title does not shrink to fit inferior wrestlers. Now, I'm not saying BT Gun's an inferior wrestler. I just think that's some strong words. It reminds me of the CM Punk line to The Rock. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, when you step in the ring, so your good. arms are just too short to box with God. Mm. So, uh, very, very... Hyped now for tonight. Mm-hmm. Interesting, yes. Yeah. So, so we are. So we're into the last twenty minutes of our show again. If you are listening, give us a message. We're on Twitter. E S S R E tweet. Also on Facebook. Eat sleep suplex retweet. Right before, I didn't get enough time to talk about it on Wednesday. On Wednesday, so quickly we'll talk about it again more. Main event. James in that interview described that this this match coming up between Joe Coffey and BT Gun as the biggest in the company's history. One, would you agree? And two, what are you expecting from this match of heavyweights in the company's history? Guys, open it up. <coughs> was quite the biggest match in... ICW's history. James, that's what James quoted to him in that interview. He thought that was this, this is the biggest match the company's had. I think in terms of how the company's grown over the years, it's obviously just 
getting bigger and bigger. You could say it is the biggest match in mm-hmm. ICW history. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, it's unifying the titles. I don't think it's long term, is it? It's just for. Till January, anyway. January, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, it's unified the title, so. Yeah, so, it is. It's always a big step. I mean, WWE did it many times, and after the Attitude Era finished, where they yeah. meshed all those titles together, and then obviously we started to expand them. But yeah, it's one of the. As I said, it's the second time that the, the belts will be unified. Mikey Whitlash did it various years ago, yeah, but he yeah. held both of them, but very briefly. It's a very different title reign back then. It's a world title it now. It's a world yeah. title now, yeah. exactly, yeah. It's, in, it's interesting as well, because, like, um, if, you, if you go back to that. Uh, Fear loathing it. Um, uh, the Barrowlands when Drew won the belt, I sort of was like, "Well, where where does ICW go mm-hmm. from here? You've got one of the biggest independent wrestlers in the world with your belt. Where do you go next?" And then, mm-hmm. uh, so was it the following year? Uh, Grado wins the belt off yeah. Drew, and you're like, "Well, that's the biggest thing ICW's ever done. Where can mm-hmm. they possibly go from here?" A year later, you've got the four v four match, which I was just like. This is the biggest thing I've yeah. ever done. Where can they possibly go from here? Mm-hmm. And uh, once again tonight, I'm just like, this is the. I think this is the biggest match they've ever done. So it's it's it. To I hate using this phrase because it's been absolutely taking the rip on WWE, but they set their own bar very very high, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they're going to raise it again tonight. I think. Yeah, it's good the fact that obviously as we spoke to Ellen, it's the tenth fear and loving edition. Yeah. And we're going to have two guys who have been with the company for so long mm-hmm. in Coffee and Gun. I mean, that's the big thing Mark Dallas stated earlier in the year. It's going to be two homegrown guys. Yeah. Because yeah. last year there was the Kangol main event in mm-hmm. with, with Coffee <laughs> when a lot of people, some people may have thought that we should have ended with the yeah. Team ICW versus Team yeah. Black Label match. Yeah. So it's good that we've got these two who there have been, I mean, as you say, Elleron, Chris, you think uh, Coffee's the best that's ever came out of the company? Yeah, Elleron. definitely in terms of like a a pure wrestler there's lots of other people in icw that give me various emotions for various different things i like the feel-good nature of credo i I like the proper hardcore icw in his blood nature of chris renfrew um but joe like pound for pound i think is the best wrestler they've got um and and i don't think many people would headline the company's biggest event Mm. twice like Mm. two years in a row Mm. um I know, I know, like, if you look at someone like uh, Drew, has done it with um, Jack Jester one year, Grado the next year. Mm. Same with uh, Jack Jester, actually, yeah. with uh, Drew one year and Mikey Whiplash the year before. And um, it, it's cool to see Joe Coffey doing it on such a grand stage. Well, the fact, the difference I say between Coffey and those other ones is Coffey's headlined it twice at the Hydro. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you talked about Jester, Jester's ones, ABC, Battlelands, getting big venues at the time for ICW, but nothing, I'd say, in comparison to the Hydro. Yeah. yeah. You know, so he has got that level of prestige. And in that interview there, he did carry himself with a great level of prestige, talking about how it's all about winning for him. The title was just a relic mm-hmm. in his mind. He just wants to go out there and be the last thing that people see, the main guy. Mm-hmm. And I think he's thriving now as the main guy in the company. Definitely, definitely. And it's interesting as well, like, so could you maybe argue that it's probably going to be more people there tonight than <laughs> the Battlelands and ABC combined? Close, anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Potentially, yeah. It's, it's hard to tell it me. Must be close. It's like two, it must be like two and a half people in the Battlelands, one and a half people in ABC. That's probably there's probably going to be between five and six thousand people here tonight. So mm, yeah, they're, 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 the number that they're saying is over four thousand. Right, so okay, right. they've not really got any 
exact number, yeah, obviously. I'm sure it'll get announced at some point. This oh, time. I'll, be, I'll be announced tonight. Yeah, it's, 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 far, it's far gone, that one. So, <clears throat> now we've obviously talked about what's happened in the build-up to there. ICW can change in a whim. So, we've got 15 minutes left of the show. I think it's a good one to see what the future holds coming out of this event, going up to next year, and what we think. Obviously, we don't have a crystal ball. We can't really tell what's going to happen. Exactly. But, what's your thoughts of what's going to go down between now and next year's Fear and Loven, even including where Fear and Lo- will Fear and Loven still be in the Hydro? Will ah. they go down or will they go higher? Yeah. Again, I'll open it up to you all. Stacey, do you want to go first? Can you come back to me? I'm having a thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I come think, back to me. Sorry, I think in terms of Fear and Loven next year, I think Lionheart, having won the square go, cashes in. You think Lionheart's going to win the square go? Yeah. See, there's a lot of... T- we talked about this briefly on Wednesday. There's this rumour going about that he could be retiring. Mm. Yeah. You absolutely better not pull that one again. No. <laughs> Still mad at him for the last time. <laughs> See, well, in fairness for the last Sorry. time, the man got his neck broken, Chris. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, like, before that, when he did the whole... Uh, do you, I don't know if you... This might have been before your time, but uh, Lionheart retired from ICW around about after my first fear in Lothan and disappeared for a while and then came back to uh, fight... Is that uh, not when he was meant to be going over to America? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was very gutted because Lionheart's a mainstay of ICW. Uh, the prediction of the square goal and then the the title match next year, I fully agree with, I think. Lionheart's definitely going to be moving further and further up the card in the next 12 months. See, the thing about Lionheart is he has done an exceptional job in the last year, both of getting, the f- getting him back on the side of the fans. I mean, he's just naturally doing his thing mm-hmm. I mean the, yeah. the dog selfies genius yeah. <laughs> genius. amazing but he's also done a great job of promoting the show mm-hmm. and you can see when Lionheart speaks I mean we talked about it on Wednesday as well when he had that interview on STV2 yeah. on the Tonight Show where he, yeah. where he threw the water on Jane yeah, Park yeah. And she there's deserved a lo- it <laughs> there was two sides of this thing. There was kind of like there was the people who were like who weren't into wrestling were like, oh, I can't believe he's done that. That's a disgrace, blah 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 blah. But yeah. then you talk when Lionheart came in. I mean, there's, there's obviously the speculation was it worked? Was it not? Can't tell. I'm going <laughs> on the speculation that it was completely. Wink. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going on the, the my the it was just natural. And um, Lionheart talked about it both on Twitter and on the show. He spoke very high, obviously passionately about the the company the yeah. industry in general yeah. and it just shows how much being a wrestler means to mm. Lionheart yeah. I mean there's up there's all that conception about times that he's not he's not well but he is actually the company not, not the, the guy for the industry Yeah. yeah. and yeah. I think if he was to win I mean he has never won the ICW uh, world title no. I believe not the world title I, think. I don't know if he won the title oh, I think no, he's a zero, fact, no, I don't think he's been I think he was, a zero G, he was a zero G champion yeah yeah yeah, yeah what an absolute travesty that is like. I know mm-hmm. so I think that's a good prediction of the fact that Lionheart could have his moment. I mean, I think we've all predicted that Lionheart, and the majority of the fans are saying that Lionheart's yeah, going to yeah, come yeah, out tonight. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be a moment in itself, but obviously it's not winning the title. <coughs> also, as um, so his match tonight with RVD, mm-hmm. RVD's probably the biggest import since Kurt Angle in ICW, mm-hmm. and Joe, when he beat Kurt Angle last year, went on to win the world title. Mm-hmm. Um what less than six months later? Well, Joe won the square go. Yeah. So, so, and then he was cashed in on Trent Seven. So we could potentially see Lionheart going a similar run um, <laughs> over the next, uh, I don't know, six to 12 months as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, talking about, uh, we talked there about Trent Seven, uh, he obviously won't be on the card tonight because he's currently over in Houston. Yeah. 
uh, along with Wilfie, who demonstrated this shirt of all shirts last <laughs> night. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you've not seen that, go on, like, go check it. It is a cracking shirt. Yeah. Big, big props to you, Wolfie. Yeah. We all love you over here. Uh, so, but they were, uh, they've got them and um, Tyler Bate, three guys who have been in ICW in the last year mm. yeah. and are now over in America, regularly appearing on WWE TV, regularly on NXT. Yeah. Uh, there's this talk about the UK tournament coming along. I mean, I mentioned this in my, the, the, my Seven Reasons piece I did. Uh, with all the talk of this UK tournament, plus all the guys getting the tryouts, tonight could be the last chance maybe some people get to see some of their favourites. Yeah. Is there anybody currently on the ice? Don't look so sad, Stacey. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know this for sure. Uh, can you see anybody who's on this card tonight, other than obviously the imports, who could end up in a WWE NXT ring in Kay- the next six months? Kaylee Ray and Viper. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. Is, one the, which is one of the reasons why I chose Casey to like bring in the next generation, if you will. Well, I say, yeah, I, that's I why I, I, that, that, was, that was my thought the other day as well. I thought that Casey's going to be the one that they're going to that's going to bring in the division going yeah. forward. Yeah. Uh, with Kaylee and Viper. I mean, Viper had got a great sp- spot on the May Young Classic where she was in the quarterfinals. Yeah. She, was it yeah. Tony, is it Tony, Tony Storm? Tony yeah. Storm, she lost Progress the, Women's yeah. Champ? Something like that. Yeah, yeah she progressed Women's Champ. Right, yeah. A big name in the, in the women's wrestling worldwide. Mm-hmm. So they're the two obvious ones, I would say, for people mm-hmm. who would stand out. But is there anybody else you maybe think of? I mean, there's a lot of... The, the Polo fan base are quite worried that the two of them will be going soon. But they are good enough for WWE. Yeah. So is that really a shame for them to go off? You know, I mean, if it does happen, I mean, the polls. I'm saying the polls. It could be other ones. I mean, the one of the ones I mentioned as well was Kenny. That's who I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I was really surprised when the cruiserweight when they announced the cruiserweight classic <laughs> last year, and uh, it was Noam Dar was the only one from ICW yeah. who went there. Kenny screamed to me as a natural. Mm-hmm. I think that, that might have been something to do with a certain show on ITV. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Now, yeah. But that certain show on ITV is no longer no, is now. Uh, <laughs> 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 you ruined Christmas ITV. Well, I, <laughs> I think by the fact that Kenny was at the WWE tryout, screams mm. what's going on with that show. Yeah. So I think Kenny screams as a guy who could be in the cruiserweights. I mean, I don't know. If that's a really a good thing for Kenny now, mm. I mean, he's, he's at the top of his game. I mean, mm. tonight's a big night for him. Yeah. He, as we talked about Wednesday, he's kind of took. He's ran with that feud by himself since it was announced. Yeah. yeah. So again, he's he's he's. I think he would thrive in a WWE ring. I think he'd be fantastic mm-hmm. in WWE. Yeah, hundred percent. I think he's got um, he's got a good sort of WWE look about him. Oh yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. and. Um, yeah, I mean, Kenny's done so much in ICW in, in such a short space of time as well. Like, he's, uh, he's he's probably one of the better Zero-G champions, possibly the best in the oh, history of the belt. He's a three-time Zero-G champion. Exactly. You know, um, so he's, he's came yeah. out and he's he's had big moments winning that belt. Last year, we talked about big moments last year, so Kenny, who wasn't in the match and getting announced in the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, obviously, coming out <laughs> and also, taking the time. It's funny you should mention that, actually. We, you know, the, the predictions poll that we mentioned earlier, we did mm. a similar sort of thing last year, um, but just in our sort of group of people that were attending the show. Uh-huh. And without being announced, we had the other section, Kenny won the predictions last year. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kenny's like such a foregone conclusion. Kenny's one last year was quite obvious because it was built up as a... Because mm. he was on a... He'd, he'd not won a match in months and then yeah. it yeah. came to it and it was like... It was Mick Foley that announced them into the match as well mm. in that pre-recorded segment from all the way at Survivor Series. Mm. So, but yeah, Kenny's a winning screener. But uh, another person... Oh, sorry. I'm going to throw something out sure. here. Um, I haven't really seen them wrestle a lot mm-hmm. in the past few months, but I think 
Andy Wilde would be good. Yeah. In mm. WWE. Well, uh, Andy Wilde's quite an unexpected one because mm-hmm. looking at the guys I mentioned here, the guys that are in the WWE UKC, yeah. if I'd told you last year at Fear and Loathing that Trent Seven and Wolfgang would be in a WWE ring, would you have believed me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Probably not, no. I mean, Wolfie, I like Wolfie, but I thought at a point he was just, he'd, he'd hit his level. He was great, but then once he was in that tournament, once he turned, once he was in that tournament, he came across with such an aura. Yeah, yeah. Just, it, it made you quite proud. Yeah, to, yeah. to see him. I mean, I thought when it was him, Trent Seven. I thought Trent Seven was my pick to win it when they first announced it, and then to, when to see Wolfie get the win over him that night was was brilliant. For I, I thought I felt the buzz on that one, you know. So Andy Wilde kind of screams an unexpected. I mean, when, people, when his name was on that list, a lot of people were like Andy Wilde. Mm-hmm. Really, you know, because Oh, yeah, exactly. He uh, looks in great. Yeah. He looks in great shape. Yeah. He had a brilliant match with Norm Dar. Norm Dar's last yeah. match oh, yeah. last year. Yeah. That was absolutely superb. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I said early. I mentioned earlier. Uh, Quacky and I saw him on Friday, and I was just seeing how how much he'd come along since even his last match, even the match with Noam Dar. Mm-hmm. I was just, I was amazing. I know I keep saying amazing, but. Former, uh, he's a former champ in ICW as well. I think did you know when he's a zero G champ, zero yeah. G like in the early days of that belt as well. So um, yeah, Andy was a great shout. And uh, another one that I'll, I thought we should mention is a man that in ICW who's fought in a WWE match. Yep, Mister mm. uh, BT Gun, yeah. who yes. obviously was part of the ah. WWE match at Shugs. Uh, as we as we mentioned, he's mainstay of ICW for the entire history of the company. Uh, one of the First, if not the first champions. No, Drew was the first champion, I think, in BT beat him. Dark, Dark Side James Scott was a the champion for a good long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, so he was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but BT Gun was one of the early champs in the company as well, and I think um, he's, he's one of the guys that's got his name outside of Scotland in the wrestling scene as well. He's wrestled uh, all over the UK, and I think he's wrestled in uh, Europe as well. So I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him in a WWE mm-hmm. ring somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of things that can go happen between now and then. Mm. But we've got five, we're in the last five minutes. To go, to go back to your point about the um, yeah, future of ICW as well. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Um, you know how we're talking a bit about, um, like, you know, where the, the titles could go? Something I think could be interesting is where the tag titles go in the next year. Because in the last 12 months alone, it's pretty much been solely Polar Promotions versus Marauders. And before that, for like many, many years, it felt. It was just all polar promotions. Not in a bad way because they were the best team in the division. And what I think we could see in the next 12 months is um, potentially the tag team uh, scene in ICW could go in a very different direction because I think there's a lot of good teams involved in it. I think mm-hmm. um, we, there was a and a on Twitter recently with Mark Dallas and he said that um, he thinks the Kings of Catch slash Filthy Generation have got a really bright future in ICW. Filthy Generation, I think. I would say if you're talking about Lionheart winning the title, I think it would be him versus Stevie next year. Whoa, that is some match. big claims right there. Like Stevie's the f- Stevie's the future. So wait, considering Lions, Lionheart's cashing in his briefcase, does that mean you're saying that Stevie Boy walks into Hydro next year as champion? That's oh exa- my god, that's exactly what I'm saying. Big statements, <laughs> bold statements. So again, we're in the last five minutes of the show. We'll move away from the future. We'll talk about the now. Fear and loving Sunday. Hydro. Final thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've created a buzz in itself. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if it was us or Jay. <laughs> <laughs> you owe him a... Remember, two pints, Kwaku. 
Yeah, final thoughts. Fear and loving. Do you want to start any? Uh, in a word, insane. Ah, brilliant. Oh, Absolutely oh, nailed it. Cliche. Cliche. No. Yeah, no. Uh, I think tonight is uh, on paper. It's the culmination of a very different 12 months for ICW that they've, you know, self-professed has been a, 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 a sort of <coughs> complete turnaround for the company with lots of people leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think you're going to see tonight how much the, the, the guys that haven't been involved in this uh, turnaround, um, how much the guys that have always been there are going to step up. Guys like BT Gunn, Joe Coffey, Kenny Williams, people like that, I think all going to step up tonight in a massive way. Absolutely. Stacey? Um, for tonight, um, you think, well, a lot of people think that a lot of the matches are, it's obvious who's going to win, mm-hmm. but you know there's going to be, a, there's going to be surprises. And I can't wait to see what they are. I also can't wait to see what they've got running around the sides of the hydro this yes. year. Yes. Because they had your Daz Tells Avon last year. <laughs> I cannot wait to see what it is this year. Dallas has already said it's going to be something good. You know oh, go- I can't wait. You know what it's going to be now after today? Please don't swear. <laughs> <laughs> or book John McGowan. <laughs> book John McGowan. Book John McGowan. Hire our guys. WWE. <laughs> <laughs> quickly, actually, before we quit, I want to start something. Anybody's listening, please join in. When you're at the Hydro tonight, get a selfie. Where you are, if you're standing, if you're sitting, take it. We want to see what's going on. Give us the hashtag ESSRICW. We want to see. Right. We want to see. There's people in the stands. There's people up in the rafters. There's people at the guardrails. Wherever you are, spread the news. E-S-S-R-I-C-W. We want to see every, what, what's going on where you are. and see. We could even make a fun of it. Is the seating but not as quiet as quieter <laughs> than, the, than the standing? You know? Again, so that's it. E-S-S-R-I-C-W. Like it. I like it. I'll, yeah. Yeah. Get on that and we'll see. Can't wait to see some of these pictures. Mm. Hopefully it catches on. So yeah, we, need, we want to see that. But yeah, this has been our special edition of Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. For anybody new to the show who's liked it again, give us a like on Twitter, E-S-S-R-E Tweet. What are you doing, <laughs> on, the, <laughs> what are you doing on the show on Wednesday, Stephen? Ooh, I don't... <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, uh, they, uh, Reviewing the show. E-S-S-I. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, we'll sort of. uh, yeah well, 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 David's back from his trip to Australia. Yeah. Uh, I, I was considering doing a how are the people of the, how are the members of Free MB went. <laughs> <laughs> sure, just so we could talk about gender for half an hour. <laughs> but that's for then. Yes, as Chris says there, we are back at our usual time on Wednesday, half five, same place, same back channel. <laughs> <laughs> but we will hopefully see as many of you as possible at the Hydro tonight. Most of us will be in the peasant queue. <laughs> in fact, most of us, all of us, will be in the peasant queue. Hundred percent. So of us, yeah. it we have a mi- we have a mix of standing seating. So if you re- recognise our voices, come speak to us. Buy us a pint. <laughs> Unless you're Quacko who needs to buy pints. <laughs> or maybe help Quacko out with this. Yeah, exactly. He does owe quite a few to people. Buy pints for Quacko to distribute. <laughs> <laughs> buy pints for Quacko. <laughs> from us at Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet I've been Stephen Wilson I'm Nathan Fisher I've been Chris Murray and I'm Stacey Smith 
and Kwaku has been here as always. Yeah. Thank you as well to the VIP queue. And, <laughs> and Jay Gap and please don't swear. And please Jay for swear. his contribution. We'll see you at the Hydro tonight. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. Bye.